breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Shreveport City Councilman Jim Talaferro joining us. Good morning, Jim. Big, Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Aaron. Morning. Big uh, big vote coming up next week. Uh, casino mm-hmm. smoking ban. Uh, mm-hmm. Looking to repeal it. Uh, how do you mm-hmm. expect that vote to go? How are you going to vote? Well, optimistically, I don't expect um, us to to reverse the decision that we made, I think, probably approximately three years ago for the health of the um, the workers that currently work in that environment. Um, I could be mistaken, but I have not received any kind of data from the gaming industry, our local casinos, saying why they want to repeal it now. Um, I don't know. I've heard financially they're hurting um, I know Margaritaville saw a positive uptick in in revenue, um, but and I've also heard that this only applies to the the slot area, which you know I have to you have to look at why they why now uh, why not right off the bat why didn't they appeal it um, you know when they initially voted on it so I mean I have a lot of questions you know I'm a I'm a very conservative guy and I don't. Uh, I don't believe that government belongs in the decisions of free enterprise and, and businesses and so forth. But this is the decision that we made, you know, three years down, uh, three years ago. And um, all I've heard, really, and received email after email and uh, testimony is from medical professionals. Now, we all know um, as a whole, as a society, that secondhand smoke is dangerous. Um, those of us that are baby boomers pretty much grew up breathing secondhand smoke mm. on airplanes, in Absolutely. our cars, in our homes. And so who knows? Um, but I can't ignore, as they say, you know, you got to follow the science. And the science is um, that secondhand smoke is detrimental to our health. And in good conscience, I'm going to vote not to repeal it. I'm going to vote to leave it alone uh, because I cannot, in good conscience, again, Put people back in an, or pit, put people in an environment that I know that I'm not going to, I wouldn't work there myself or I wouldn't work, want my family to work there. And I know that people are going to say, well, they have the choice. Well, it's not that simple. You know, when you've kind of set up um, a system or a platform now for them to work in a clean environment and then all of a sudden you're going to say, well, you have a choice to either suck it up um, or leave or find another job. Um, and in this economy, I think that's just unfair. Jim, have you talked with other council members? Do you know how they're going to vote? Well, I've spoken with a couple, and um, of course, you know Grayson Butcher. I believe he's not going to repeal it. I, I don't. I think um, Gary um, may not re- repeal it. If, uh, you know, if you leave it the way it is, he's going to leave it the way it is. Um, but but he's proposed. That he's 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 joined hands with Tabitha Taylor to propose well, this. Well, and that yes, he's he's. I think he's co-sponsored or he's, uh, he's, he's riding along with it, but I just find it hard to believe that, you know, knowing what we know, um, I mean, we have reacted to, we reacted to incidences where we didn't have medical information. I mean, we just came off of a pandemic where we had no statistical data 
uh, I think, um, that warranted what we did. But that's a that's a time for another discussion or discussion for another time. <laughs> cool. Let me ask I don't you. Know. This. Let yeah. me ask you this, Jim. Um, I asked the mayor this. I, I'll ask you. Did the casinos contact you to consider lifting this ban? The mayor told me no. They didn't contact him. No, ma'am. Uh, okay, so how is how is this coming up? They they had to have contacted someone. Yeah, why the change? I, well, Where did this come from? I have no clue. Really, honestly, I don't know. It just showed up, and well, actually, Gary Brooks approached me and said, "Hey, that uh, you know, Tabitha and I are going to bring this back up," and uh, you know, he wanted my opinion. I said, "Well, you know, I'm not a I'm not a government government interference guy, but we have done this for three years now, and I'm I'm." I'm apologize for it maybe it's not exactly mm-hmm. you know but i don't want to set somebody up for failure in the in the employment industry but again i don't i don't know of any stat stats that says that they're really suffering going under and i don't want to be callous about it but the overall concern now is that what are we going to do going forward right and, uh, and the data so, is the data the data is out there jim um, that the, all the casinos, with the exception, a small exception of Margaritaville, have seen declining revenues. You can't pin it to the smoking ban. Well, I agree. And, and look, and what I've also heard, and you can research this, is that I initially heard that it really was the concern was on the slot floor. Now, if you look at the slot floor, that is a kind of a... Once I got you, I got you, and I don't want you to leave that bar stool. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of give you the drink. And, you know, if I give you the smoking, there's no reason other than going to the restroom. Uh, there's no reason for you to leave that slot floor. And maybe right now, the fact is, is that once they leave that slot floor to go outside and do their smoking business, uh, maybe they maybe they don't come back. I don't know. But I haven't received any kind of calls or any um anything positive or any rationale from the casinos that hey this is really killing our business and um as a matter of fact i think the statistics are quite the opposite if you take if you take COVID out of the, the mix and that wouldn't we like to have done that decline. i even everybody saw jim I'm, i may be wrong but i believe at least one of the shreveport casinos set up a patio where you could smoke and put <laughs> and put slot machines out there well, that's interesting. I just had this conversation with a good friend of mine yesterday. I says, you know, why don't they have a you know somewhat controlled environment where you can go out on the patio? We have pretty much nice weather all year round, I guess. You know, I mean, it does get blazing hot, but um, I, I, maybe that is too far fetched. But you know, other casinos have done, uh, like you said, an open air patio mm-hmm. where they have you know coolers and heaters in the wintertime, whatever. If someone wants to gamble that badly, they're going to do it regardless of the conditions, um, and especially on the one-armed bandit. Kind Talk, of thing. We're talking with Jim Talaferro, Shreveport City Councilman. Jim on the Shreveport Security Systems message board. Uh, Brian says if they repeal it for the casinos, bars will be next. He, he, well, says, he says, I'm in a pool league, there's no smoking, and he says, I'll quit the pool league if they start smoking back in bars. Mm-hmm. He's a cancer it, survivor. He says that means a lot to him. It does, and it means a lot to me hearing that and other testimonies from people who are a lot closer to secondhand smoke than I am. Um, I grew up in a family where my dad smoked a pipe. I mean, it was just the way it was. Um, but if you, if you look at 
um, the environment that we've created. It's a safe, healthy environment. All of our medical professionals that I've ever heard testimony from are really letting us know very emphatically that this is not the path that we really want to go down. We don't want to go backwards. Again, it really is a difficult, I say a difficult decision for me being the conservative that I am, but on the flip side of it, um, we're looking at people's health mm-hmm. and we've done other things um, as a whole, as a society where government has said, you know, uh, you know, like, like the seat belts, your head, your head looks worse. You know, going through a windshield. So I think we need to have a seatbelt. Let me, Jim. Uh, let me encur- let me encourage you mm-hmm. and the other council members. Do it anonymously. Pop into Sam's Town Casino. Pop into Bally's. I know maybe you're not a gambler, but at least pop in. Go up to those tables. Those dealers can't come to your council meeting and put their job on the line and testify. Ask them mm-hmm. if they have lung tr- lung troubles. Ask them if they know dealers who have lung troubles. You will hear from all of them that it's a big issue for them. Even if they are smokers, they don't want to be standing. So I, I really implore you and your other council members to at least go into the casinos and talk to those workers. I think it's critical. It is critical, and I'm glad you brought that up because I do have I have friends that work in the gaming industry um, on the on the main floors. I'm from from supervisors to actually you know dealers and so forth, and they have texted me saying that you know this is not this is not the way to go. I will I will have to leave. I will have to find another place to go for my game. We have set these people up over years with training. I mean, this is their profession. This is what this is how they earn their livelihood. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's really kind of uh, I think it's irresponsible of us now to go back on something that uh, I think over 75 percent, maybe even 80 percent of the people that are in this industry saying we don't we don't want the smoking back on our floors. It just uh, makes me wonder why it was why this has come back up again. But uh, yeah, and I don't I really wish I could comment on that, but I uh, just don't. I, don't I know smell why. a rat. And, and my, 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 <laughs> One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. So third graders could be held back because they can't read. That's mm-hmm. that's that's basically the story. If if they don't read at grade level, there is a bill that has now passed in the house that would hold them back. They'd have to repeat the third grade until they can pass the test. And they get three shots during their third grade year to pass the test. Obviously, you can't hold a third grader accountable for, I mean, um, yeah, follow Mm -hmm. rules. That's not what I mean. But if if a third grader can't read, whose fault is that? Is that the parent's fault? Is that the teacher's fault? The school? Is it the system's fault? Mm -hmm. Are they focusing on too much on leap testing or testing and not teaching the A, Bs, and Cs? Mm Mm-hmm. That, that's the big debate. There were some lawmakers who say, uh, you know, this doesn't hold the teachers accountable. But then when you ask teachers, they will say they've got third graders in their class who are uncontrollable, who have no training home from home. They come to school with horrible manners. They don't sit still. They're, they're, they're 
problem children in the classroom. They can't teach them to read because they can't get them to behave. You have that issue going on. You have, I mean, that's a growing problem in our schools. Of all the teachers I talk to, getting the kids to behave in school is a problem. They end up spending more and more time on those unruly children and can't focus the time on the kids that are there that want to learn. And that's a big issue. But you say unruly. It 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 actually goes a little deeper even than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are just more than disruptive. Absolutely, they they're they're and and how many times can you send a third grader to the office and go look? I can't. This kid's unmanageable. You got to come get they're him. They're throwing things. Yeah. They're screaming at me. They're we got fighting. A co- we got a code they're, here. Come get this kid. Yeah. Um. You know. Then you send them home, and the mom sends them back the next day, and. You send them to I don't know. Do you do you ISS third graders? I don't know. I'm I'm not a I'm not in the system. So, do you send them to after school? What do you you know What do you do? Um, and and that's a, it's a big debate. Can you teach that kid to read? Do you need to place those children that are problems? Do you need to segregate them? I mean, that would be silly. Put all bad kids in in one. I mean, that would be really silly and foolish because you would never reach them. I think ultimately you can reach them. With enough care and concern, but you got to have buy-in from the parents. Well, and, and it it's also going to take time. You bet. You bet. And the problem we have now with these third graders, what have these third graders been through? They were at home for a year or two years in, in some yeah, cases. That's, that's you know, true. They missed a lot of learning. Now they're in third grade, and guess what? They can't read because they didn't learn it. Yeah, they were homeschooled, Zoom right. schooled, or whatever for a year or, or, or more. Video game schooled, yeah. you know, well, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. You know, the, how much supervision was there in teaching them to read? You know, parents couldn't stop their jobs. Formative years. Oh, huge! If you you know, if you don't learn to get along by the, in those first formative years, mm-hmm. you're going to be behind. Yes, and, and, and I, we're seeing that now. Right, and I'm going to text uh, Representative Nelson. It's his bill. And, and I want to ask him those questions. I'm not sure if he's up yet. I'll send him the you up text, and we'll see <laughs> if he's uh, available this morning. Mike and McCarty, 1017. One hundred one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on Facebook. One of the groups that I follow, I, 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 the, I don't know if you've seen my hats that I wear. These they, they're very British, very Irish looking hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in one of the Facebook groups, they you know guys are taking pictures of their hats and you know wearing them in different places. And uh, one guy goes, "Got my new such and such hat," and he's looking at the camera and holding up a beer. Oh, you know, wow. yeah. To- cheers to my new hat. And it's a Bud Light. This oh is, looks like a 50-year-old white dude, you know, oh, th- that just probably didn't have a clue. Mm. In the comments, Aaron, then <laughs> they were all in good spirit, you know. Right, right. But it was like, dude, great hat. Poor choice of beer. <laughs> <laughs> Get a new beer. Oh, man. Wow. They were having fun. It was funny. Oh, It was goodness. funny. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Bud Light's problems continue. Anheuser-Busch, they continue mm. to drop. It's, it's like 24% or 26% drop so far. Wow. Wow. It's just, 
Mm. But I just laughed at that. But you did get a hold of uh, Richard Nelson. I did. Richard Nelson's joining us next. We're going to talk about the bill about third graders and getting making sure they read before we advance them to fourth grade. Mike and McCarty coming up next. 1017 FM. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. State Rep Richard Nelson joining us, candidate for Gubna. Uh you've got legislation being introduced. Good morning, by the way. Thanks for taking time to talk with us. Morning, thanks for having me. You've got legislation uh, uh that proposes holding back third graders if they don't read at uh, grade level. And that's first of all seems to make sense to me. I remember when we were growing up, if you, if you couldn't pass the test, you, you got held back. Tell me about yeah, this so, legislation. Yeah, so it's uh, basically would say that if you, you're kind of reading at the lowest levels in third grade, which is basically not reading at all, um, you would be held back and given extra intervention so that you can catch up before you get passed on to fourth grade. Does it address so is, why they can't read? So it, it adds extra instruction. It adds high-quality teachers. It adds, you know, a phonics-based focus for that for that year. They would really have, like, a almost a reading-focused uh, repeat of third grade so they would get up to where they need to be. And this is just something I came up with. This is, you know, modeled off of our neighbor Mississippi had, has had tremendous success in their program, which is you know, very similar to this. Uh, and they passed that in 2013. And since in 2013, they were uh, below us, like 49th in the country in, in fourth grade reading. And since then, you know, they're above average in the country. And I think 21st is what they're ranked now. So they've had tremendous success in a very similar situation. You know, obviously, they face a lot of the same challenges we do um, just as a state and their population. So it's really something that works. Um, and, you know, to most people, I think it's common sense. You, if you can't read, uh, if you can't read by the time you get to uh, fourth grade, you're not going to succeed. Uh, they don't teach you to read in fourth grade, and you're just going to continue to struggle, and that's really what we see. I got a question from one of our school board members this morning text to me. I'm curious as to how many of those students who can't read on grade level are dyslexic and need intense intervention. It's been shown as many as 20% of children are dyslexic and not diagnosed. Is there some component in your legislation that would test these kids? Uh, there is. So if they fail, then they'll get screened for dyslexia, even though they're, I think they're already going to be screened for dyslexia as a result of other bills that have passed recently. Um, but if they, if they are being held back, they'll get screened for dyslexia. And actually being diagnosed with dyslexia is going to be an exemption from, they won't be held back if they have it. Uh, there is a list of exemptions, basically. If, uh, you know, English isn't their first language, uh, if they have some kind of IEP for, you know, special uh, circumstances or something, they, they are able to pass forward. And then also if they've been held back twice already, then they'll be able to be passed forward as well. So there's a list of exemptions, which includes dyslexia. Um, and those are just kind of, I would say, more of the common sense exemptions. You're not going to hold some kid back because they have some kind of disability, right? So, But if they've uh, been held back twice, if they still can't read, they're going to be progressed forward? If they've already yeah, been held back? Yeah, and the issue there is, I mean, you don't you don't want a, a 15-year-old in third grade, but I, I think that really applies to a much smaller group of people, so if they're, or a much smaller group of kids. So if they've already been held back twice. Chances are there's some other issue about why they, you know, about why they are, are being held back. It's not, um, 
you know, maybe it's not just that they don't have the training or instruction. It's, you know, they probably have some undiagnosed disability or something like that. I think that's probably what happened in most of those instances. Getting more messages and texts this morning about what about the kids who are the problem kids? They're disruptive in class. I mean, I hear from teachers all the time. I know you do, too, that the kids are getting more and more unruly every year. And the pandemic helped, you know, made that even worse. Um, what are we doing with regard to those kids who teachers are, are have trouble reaching? So at least in, at least in my bill, so if they, when they when they get held back, one of the interventions is a, a lower student teacher ratio and I think that that helps that problem so if the if the teacher is able to um, you know have smaller class sizes and fewer kids that she has to, has to wrangle uh, I think that that alleviates that to some extent um, in general uh, I think that is an issue and I, I do hear that regularly is that you know teachers are you know it's hard to keep the class under control especially you know if you're one teacher with 25 kids it's hard to keep them all in line uh, I think that's a question of you know how much capacity do we have in the schools how much you know how many teachers how many assistants all those kind of things and there's a there's a lot of elements that go into that we're talking with state representative richard nelson has a, a bill before uh, the legislature to hold third graders back if they're not on reading level uh richard is but could this be a teacher issue are they focusing too much on trying to get kids to just uh, you know leap testing and and not focusing on the basics well, the lead test, uh, the lead test does. I would say test does test the basics. You know, I'm re- relatively critical of it because I think that we we spend a lot of time doing test prep, right, instead of actually, you know, teaching the skills that right. we need in, in life, right? Like reading and reading and math are are important, but you don't necessarily have to learn how to take the test, right? Um, and I think you know, my son is it was in third grade. He just took the lead test, and I can tell you, he spent a lot of his year, you know, just doing practice passages and doing stuff, not just reading books or doing, um, you know, kind of the stuff that I did when I was a kid. So I, you know, I would be, I, I am critical of some of the, uh, of the amount of time that we spend prepping kids to take a test as opposed to actually learning the skill. So I think that probably plays into it a little bit. Um, at the same time, I think this, this bill helps to kind of focus everything on the actual reading, right? Like not all the other stuff, uh, just actually being able to read, uh, sound out words and comprehend what you're reading. Which is really, really, I think, especially in third grade, that's where your focus needs to be. You're, it passed overwhelmingly on the House floor, eighty-eight fifteen. Now headed to a Senate committee. Uh, you, same measure failed last year. Are you more optimistic this year? Yeah, so it, it passed the committee actually without objection last year. The Senate committee, which I think has the same makeup, and then on the Senate floor last year, it was it was like eighteen fourteen, I think. So we just had a few people that weren't actually there, um, and then I think a few people that switched their votes. Uh, or have indicated to me that they would switch their votes after that. So um, kind of got held up procedurally at the end of the session where you have to get a two-thirds vote to pass it thing. So that makes it a little bit more difficult. But I think this year we have a pretty good chance, and I'm, I'm optimistic. Representative Richard Nelson, thanks for your time, sir. Thank you. What a win. And I said, don't play the bumper music if I'm not ready. If I'm not here, don't Just start. Breathe. Heavy breathe. We Can we heavy breathe? 
1017 FM710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it's you, hot as... Oh, I can't say what I normally say. Hades, how's it's that? It's hot as Hades. I'm glistening in here today. And uh, I was I was asking our friend Crystal behind me in the other studio, because her studio's normally really cold. Yeah, so we're just chilling in there, and literally. I love it. Mm-hmm. And so does she, so... Uh, but even hers is so... So I was just checking on hers and seeing if it was any better. I need a tissue. Do you have a tissue, Ruben? A tissue? A tissue, something. No. To wipe me down. I'm glistening. I'm glistening. No. I've got the glow. I've got the vapors. No, no one's wiping anything. <laughs> I wasn't ready. You sounded like a pig down there just now. Did you just snort? I think I just snorted. snorted. Dang. That's embarrassing. Wow. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Race okay. weekend, by the way. Oh, is it? Race okay. weekend. Where yes. is the race this weekend? The race, it's in, uh, in uh, um, I know I lied. We're on, it's, dang, gum it, it's another week off. It's uh, Monaco next weekend. Not this weekend, okay. Dosh, dosh, dog, dog. Yeah, the, the Memorial Day I weekend was is. I thinking it was this weekend. What is Memorial Day weekend? It's the Indy 500, the Coca-Cola 600. I mean, that's a big race weekend. My God. If you love racing, not yeah. this weekend, but next is like the the F1, mother of all F1 races. is Monaco, yeah. which is their huge, mm-hmm. huge yeah. race. I used to all love the watching the, uh, the IndyCar race when there would be a driver, some nut job, who would race Indy and then take a private jet and try to go race the Coca-Cola 600 in the which oh. is an evening and late evening an evening race. So they would race Indy in the morning and then Holy private cow. jet to uh, is it Charlotte wherever it is, I'm not sure, and race the Coca-Cola 600 and I'm like that's a and the Coca-Cola 600 is NASCAR, right? Yes, and okay. that's a six obviously a 600 mile race. That's the Indy crazy. 500, guess how many miles the Indy 500 is? Um I think it's like a two no. <laughs> Yeah, really. So who's that's buried, a lot who's of buried in Grant's tomb? That's a lot of racing. I, they don't do it anymore, but they used to. You know, I think Tony Stewart tried it one year. Maybe Jeff Gordon. I'm not Tony sure. Tony Stewart? Yeah, they, uh, they've tried. Not that Tony Stewart. <laughs> Scottish name, Stewart. <laughs> so it's a big race weekend. I love it. When is the Preakness, by the way? We have the, the horse that won the Kentucky Couldn't Derby has like local connections. And I'm wondering, is it going to be in the, the Preakness? I'm excited. Local guy is part owner. I think there's 300 owners of that horse, and one of them's from here. <laughs> I imagine they're going to run in the Preakness. I mean, God. So for 20 bucks, you can get in on a horse? Yeah, is that what it is? Not the saying horse. He only I'm sure it's $20. a little more than 20 yeah. bucks, but <laughs> that's exciting to sit there and watch your horse win. This is how, this is how stupid I am. Clydesdales. Remember, we were talking oh. about Clydesdales a few, and I thought that would be the one horse that I would wouldn't feel guilty getting on top of. It's a big boy, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm more than seventy five hundred pounds, <laughs> and I thought, can you buy a Clydesdale? You know, like normal, just normal people, you can buy Clydesdales. Can you really? Yes, I just looked go it to up. a horse auction. And just, I, I looked it up. You can buy a Clydesdale. Now they're Who knew? like the ones I saw were about ten grand. Yeah, pricey. They're beautiful <laughs> they're, though. But five between five and ten. But the, yeah, gorgeous. They're pretty. Michael really McCarty, one zero one seven FM, seven ten Key.
1017 FM 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. It's that time of year, graduation ceremonies. Mm-hmm. Um, don't get me started on graduating from kindergarten. <laughs> it's not a graduation. Oh. You don't graduate from first grade. Sorry, mm-hmm. parents. You just—it's not a graduation. They—they they even had pre-K graduations this year. Shut up. Yes, they did. <laughs> Cap and gowns. And by the way, for those deeply offended, I'm not telling Erin to shut up. <laughs> she knows that there would be there would be uh, projectiles flying, <laughs> flying towards my head if she thought I meant that. I remember a, a friend of mine uh, used to video. Weddings, big events, big events, mm-hmm. graduation ceremonies. Yes, and Aaron, what's happened? There's no decorum anymore. There is not. There's no respect um, for anybody else. No. When your kids name the part of the that that they go nuts. Yes, and and screaming, and then hollering. you don't hear the next. Two children's names. You miss it. Their families missed out hearing their kids' names being called out. Or their video has you screaming in the background. Yeah. Over their child's name. I, I don't understand it. And, it's like and they I, don't care because that's their kid on stage. Well, you know what? There's 75 other parents, families, mm-hmm. kids on stage too. Yeah. And I hate it for... For folks like Ruben, who you're at the end of the line, you're you yeah. know when they're alphabetical. Yeah, yeah me and me and my buddy Paul Yatko were always last <laughs> for everything. Shout out Paul, <laughs> right, right in Yatko, Ruben oh, always right. at the end. <laughs> I saw I saw a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours. His last name happens to start with a B, and he put a Facebook post up. He said, "Yeah, I was second in my class because <laughs> we were alphabetical." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. They're graduating Caddo's big ceremonies kicking off tonight. You got uh, Southwood, Huntington, Northwood, and the Virtual Academy. I didn't even know about that. Uh, Tomorrow, you got Woodlawn, Green Oaks, Bird, and BTW. And then uh, Friday, Caddo Magnet and Captain Shreve. Bozier had all their graduations last week. They Shreveport's Caddo's kind of doing them the same. They just come back-to-back kind of at the convention center. And then they run out of time, and then they move to the next day for the next one. So, uh, uh, congrats to all the grads. I know it's a big deal for them. And, and new phase of life is starting. You you all growed up now. <laughs> you going off to college, or you going to the job? Be or, careful what you wish for. Yeah, is all I can say. Because if you could punch the button, like we always used to say, and go back to your high school years, knowing what you know now. Oh Lord, yeah. Would you? Well, punch first that of all, button? I'd have put oil in my car, but that's another <laughs> story. <laughs> I kept exercising. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. one thing. But it, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I would have stayed in track. R- yeah, keep working I, out. Keep playing tennis. Yeah, I, I ran, and then my senior year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just enjoy my senior year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. I didn't run. I played football. Uh, right up through until I broke my collarbone, and then I didn't. Uh. The coach wanted. He said, "No, I want you to run. I don't want you to play football." Mm-hmm. I, he came to me after, okay? Mm-hmm. After. Well, you didn't want to run. Uh, well, I had colleges asking about you. Uh, well, why no. didn't you tell me that before? I would have, you yeah. know. 
I had scholarship available, mm-hmm. and you didn't idiot tell me about it. I, I tell me both of y'all, y'all weigh in on this because y'all are kind of morally well okay. Um, <laughs> well, thank you for <laughs> did that. I just call y'all morally okay. <laughs> I didn't call you morally stellar. You're working on it. If you have an agreement with your friends who have like high school graduate graduation kids coming up and you say, look, we have a deal. I ain't coming to your kid's graduation and you ain't coming to mine. Thank you. You can send a gift, but I'm not expecting you to put your happy butt in the seat. Right. To watch my kid to wait through all that nonsense. Is that okay? It's okay, right? Hell yeah. I mean, yes. even if you've known it's the kids perfect. since they were a little toddler. And I yeah. and I say that for weddings. I yes. love you. I love you. Yes. I love the family. Send in a gift. More power to you. Who should be at a high school graduation? Mom and dad. Babies. God should grandparents you. be at a high school graduation? Proud for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, grandparents, grandparents maybe, parents. Yeah. What about siblings? Sure. Depends. Yeah, see, if they're little and they're going to cause a disturbance, I'm finding a babysitter. Well, if they're little and it doesn't mean anything to them, yeah, of it course doesn't. not. Uh, yeah, I, but if you're like, I, you have a college freshman or junior in college and you're like, yeah, you don't have to go. It's not that, you know, you, right. can, you can skip it. I just, I feel bad about it when, the, you know, they send you an invite and like, I'm not coming. I'm, I love you. <laughs> But I'm not coming. Oh. I'll send a little now, gift. Also, okay, is that invite really an invite for you to put your butt in the seat? No. Or is it an, an invite for a gift? It's an invite for a gift. Thank and, you very much. We all understand that. Since y'all are morally okay, what's too cheap for a high school graduation gift now? Is 50 bucks too cheap now? Not in my opinion. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> no, 50 bucks is... Uh, is that the minimum now? I don't know. I don't know about the minimum, but 50 bucks seems fine okay all right and and does it depend on how close you are to them yes okay like if you're you haven't seen this kid in 12 years and they want a gift right oh yeah no it's uh somebody you work with and you've never really been in part of that kid's life 25 dollars to raising canes will work yeah okay some some canes (laughs) money great idea money will work okay kids will love that right absolutely sure okay so i'm not a cheapskate i was worried i was a cheapskate (laughs) okay now that brings up another question gift cards Practical, good idea, or tacky? Kids love them. Kids love them. I I love it. I love a gift card. Yeah. You do me an Amazon gift card, you're the smartest human ever. What are you going (laughs) to get a kid? A t-shirt? They don't want that. They don't want... Right. I'm not going to try to pick out some kid's likes. They want a fruit bowl? No, they don't want a fruit bowl. (laughs) They want a gift card or cash. (laughs) They want a fruit bowl. (laughs) Cash is king. A platter of bacon. Now, that's always a good idea, but... Buy a platter of bacon. Well, you're somebody gonna needs to, to get on that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just start that store. Platter o bacon. So gift cards. Oh, thumbs in up. In today's society, absolutely. That's a great. Okay, absolutely. Love. I it. think so too. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, you know, is this being impersonal? No. Is it? Is it? You know, thoughtless. No. Six, it's nice to find out something they like too. If they like, and who doesn't like opening a, a opening your card and a fifty dollar crisp fifty dollar bill is in that card? Sweet, yeah, Shoot, yeah. I like that. Of Absolutely. course, all day. Well, congrats to the grads and moms and dads and grandparents. Have fun at the ceremony. I ain't gonna be there. One hundred one seven F.
1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. We're talking about uh, graduations, mostly high school graduations. Mm-hmm. Uh, college graduations, I think, are a little different. Oh, uh, yeah. A little more mature. Mm-hmm. Uh, still not going. No, 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 no. I don't want to. <laughs> I went to my daughter's. Yeah, yeah you, you know, have to go to your kids. Th- uh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. But I, I'm looking up, Aaron. It's just so disappointing to me where we've come um, as a society. The lack of decorum, the lack of respect. Mm-hmm. Going in a red, I like to wear a hat, uh, but I don't wear a hat inside the building. Right, right. Just period. Much less sitting at a table. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I was raised. You take your hat off mm-hmm. when you sit at the table. Right. I mean, there is an, an episode of Andy Griffith. Yes, I'm going to reference Andy Griffith. He looked at Opie and said, sunshine in your eyes, boy. <laughs> Opie took his cowboy hat off. Yeah. But I, I, I was looking up just, you know, graduation decorum. And uh, AP has a, an etiquette rules, a guide. And and one of the things said budget or no budget, obviously a thoughtfully written card. Mm-hmm. You know, sharing your reflection and the observations of graduate. Are you going to take time to do that? That's that's a lot of work. Yeah, that is a lot of work. You know, but yeah. okay, but take a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, appropriate gifts, because we were asking about gift cards. Yes. I think gift cards are a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, cash is a great idea. Cash is good. Yes, yes, it might be less personal, but mm-hmm. they can they can do what they want. Right, right. Um, personalized stationery. I'm a pen freak. I, I nice. If pens. you gave me personalized stationery for my graduation I'm from high school, they, well, high school, I'm yeah. seventeen. <laughs> Do I ever write a note? Wait, wait. Listen oh, to what else they wow. say. When did the, When was this written? Pens. This is re, this. This is yeah. 1952. What's wrong with that? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, pen business card holders, <laughs> stock options. Okay, now we're talking. Now Family we're talking. heirlooms. And, oh, I like that. And cameras. Okay, cameras would be good. But okay. cameras today, you don't really... Remember the old shoulder mount video cameras you were filming? Oh, you know, gosh. the swim yeah. meets and soccer yeah. games? Yeah. You don't need those anymore. I have a gift I got my high school graduation. I still have to this day. Seriously? Seriously. And I put it in a memory book because I thought it was cool at the time. I got a savings bond. Someone actually went and got mm-hmm. me a savings bond, mm-hmm. and I saved it. I literally, I mean, it's probably, it, I, I don't know if what it was worth at the time, 20 bucks, I don't know. But I have it in a memory book somewhere because I thought, I'm never going to cash it. It'll be my rainy day. I'm thinking it's going to grow and grow and grow. You know, it's I'm thinking. $50,000. Yeah, I don't think no, it's worth it's... anything. It's 20 bucks <laughs> still probably, but um, I've saved it for life. Okay, cash, give graduates cash that mm-hmm. gives them the freedom to spend as they desire, depending on your budget and right. your relationship to the graduate. Okay. Average gift amounts range from 20 to about 100 bucks. Okay. At alternate gift is a gift card to a restaurant or retailer. Now, include with it a greeting card, yes. obviously. And I mean, if you know the kid well and you know they like a lot of sports or athletics, get a sporting goods gift card, you know, to Academy or Dick's or something like that. 
if you know they love specific or, restaurants. Or just a Visa gift card. Yes, then exactly. Then they can do whatever they wish or with it. an Amazon card. But, you know, mm-hmm. I would much rather you get a, a card to a local establishment where they can go in a local business and spend some of their cash. And, you know, I just love that. And I think it's a great idea. Kids will love it. And and just be respectful if you are attending one mm-hmm. of the ceremonies. I just remember, remember there are other yeah. families and grandparents and mm-hmm. parents that want to hear their children's names right. also. I remember when we were there, I have five brothers and I was the fifth. I have one younger. And every graduation, we had a family tradition. We would all go to the graduation and then we would all pile in the station wagon, the old Woody station wagon, and we would drive down the interstate to Pat's at Henderson and we would all sit down. There's eight of us. We'd all sit down and have dinner. If Grandmama was there, she would be there with us. Big old table, and we would... It was a... I can't imagine how pricey that was at that time to wow. feed yeah. eight or ten people. Right. And, you know, kids aren't kids aren't real... If they want to get a Coke, they'll order a Coke. You know, they don't say, oh, just water. No, kids get right. what they want. <laughs> and parents would foot the bill. And we had graduations like every other year for, you know, 10 years. And so it was a big ordeal for the family. But I'll never forget those. I don't remember the actual ceremonies, but I remember the dinners afterwards. Another etiquette fact. Mm -hmm. If if your name is Baker or Caldwell, yes, you're obligated to wait for the rights and the Yakums, what Yakimoffs, if, yeah. yeah. What did mm-hmm. you say his, your buddy's name was? Yatko. Yeah. Yatko, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're obligated to stay the entire ceremony. You can't bolt. Don't get up in no. the middle of somebody else's that child be walking. rude. And they do it. They do it. Yep, they do. So it's just, sad. Just here to help you, Congratulations. Mike and Congratulations, yes. 1017F. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. It's all downhill from here. Happy mm-hmm. Happy Middle Order Week. I hate the phrase Hump Day. I don't know why. I just don't, <laughs> you like, don't it. like it. I don't like it. Just, me, just something about it. I don't Camel like. hater. <laughs> hey, Mike Mike Mike. <laughs> Guess what day it is? If If you were to book a vacation today, okay, Mike Mike Mike, um, would you? Are you a, because a lot of people are wrapping up the school year, they're thinking about a summer vacation. Are you a, a beach guy or a mountain guy? I mean, you, you sometimes you're either or. Sometimes people like both. But if you have to choose. I, my wife, 110% beach. Okay. Hot weather. Mm-hmm. I told you, you know, she does medical mission trips. Uh, she goes through Samaritan's Purse. Mm-hmm. She went to South Africa one year by herself. Uh and, and when she was talking with the, the coordinator at Samaritan's Purse, he was like, well, we have an opening in the Middle East, um, but it's really hot there. And she goes, no, that's okay. Yes, yeah, she's, she's down with that. And he said, no, 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 it's really hot. And she uh, goes, that's really okay. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be too hot for Right wow. now, I'm miserable in this room. Yeah, it's hot in this here. This room <laughs> is too uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me. So... Uh, no, and I don't like beach. I don't like sand clinging to me and going back into the hotel or so your mountains. condo. I would be more mountain. I love skiing. Okay. You're uh, a snow skiing guy? I, li- I like to, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say that. I, I have. Okay. 
Um, but if you're going to do a vaca- a mountain vacation, would it would you prefer I'm not like big a, on the hiking thing? Yeah, but would you prefer like a historic town? Absolutely. Over like a mo- more modern mountain town. Absolutely. So Gatlinburg or something like that. Would love to do something like that. Okay. Go up the East Coast. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, on now the motorcycle. Oh, in the fall. Yeah. Now would wifey be down with that? I think so. Sure, she would do it. Yeah, she. But would if do she it. had her choice, I've she'd gone be to on the a beach. beach enough times. <laughs> I can I can pull that card. And I I watched. I was at the beach not too long ago. I know we got to take a break. And I watched the different the different parents. Some sit on their beach chair and watch and let their kids play. Some get down in there and dig in the sand and make the sand castles, and the kids love it. And some kids today almost demand that mom or dad be down there with them. Mm-hmm. I think healthier kids, I, I love playing with my kids, but I think healthier kids can get down there and do things themselves, and I they agree. don't need somebody else to entertain them. Um, you got to work on that, moms and dads. Too too often, we let our kids rule the roost, and we do oh, what they want. Absolutely. And we got to teach me them. Nuts. We got to teach them. Hey, enjoy building. Let me see you build a sandcastle. And be and yes, be innovative. Let me. I've gotten you all the tools. Let me see what you can do. Okay, I was looking up hotel hacks. All right, mm-hmm. Tra- traveling. Place your bags in the bathtub when you first get to the hotel room. Why? It says. Um, you might want to rethink where you put your bags. You throw them on the bed, you know, when you first sure. get in. And that's another thing. I, When I get into a hotel room, mm-hmm. first thing I do, I, I I very gingerly pull that bedspread off the bed. Oh, yeah. Ain't no telling where it's been. They change the sheets. Mm-hmm. But why is the They don't luggage, change the bedspread. Why is the luggage in the tub? It says because we could, if you put it right on the bed, you don't know if there's bed bugs in that thing or not. Okay. You don't want them transferring to your luggage and uh, into your clothes. And so the only place they're not is the tub. Right. It's oh. best not to touch the bed until checking that there are no critters in the room. Okay. Put your bags in the bathtub. Critters aren't going to come up and knock on your face and go, I'm here. You got to well, hunt gotta, for you them. You got to look, yeah. If, if you're in a hotel that you have to look and make Ugh. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. One of my favorite quotes from one of our best vacations of all time. Four, we had like four families. We all got together at my wife's side of the family. I rented uh, one of those big houses, Sandestin. Mm-hmm. It had a pool. We were Beautiful. just a block from the beach. We we were coming back. Favorite quote: Our little our nephew. He was about five or six at the time. Mm-hmm. Been at the beach all day on the beach. Gulf Shores, the beach. Oh, yeah. You know, blowing on the... Go- and, and it's, of course, it's hot. Right. We get back to the house, get in the front door, the air conditioning's blowing, and he just dropped his towel and goes, fresh air. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's the best. That's the best fresh air. So anytime oh. we walk into a room with good air conditioning, that's what oh, we say. Oh, wow. Oh, fresh air. Mm. As opposed to that nasty beach ocean breeze. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and McCarty. Mm. 101.7 FM's.
1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. Uh, there's a, a new legislation being proposed to hold third graders back if they can't read. Mm-hmm. Is that new, Aaron? Um, it, I mean, it, did, no. didn't we used to hold kids back, remember? If they couldn't read, yeah. We, we have not been doing that. We have not. We've been passing them on. And um, this bill is by Richard Nelson of Mandeville. He's running for governor. He's a state rep. He proposed it last year, but really he kind of ran out of time for the bill to pass in the Senate. He's got it passed now in the House, and it's on track now, you know, to get heard in the Senate in time before the session ends. So we had him on. We'll hear from him in the 8 o'clock hour mm-hmm. again. Um, mm-hmm. He sounds optimistic that it'll pass this time. He's got it. He's got it all done in a timely manner, and it looks like it's moving forward. But there are a lot of questions about it. And something came up yesterday in our in our staff meeting um, that I, I again I didn't I don't keep up with because it's not no fault divorce mm-hmm. could be going away in Louisiana, and I didn't realize that was even a thing. Yeah, I thought you had to have cause; you had to be separated for a time. Mm-hmm. But but apparently now there's there there uh, GOP support in, in eliminating no fault divorce is that right? So that you can just divorce or or it may be the opposite. Maybe it's you have well, to. Sh- I think now there's no fault divorce. Okay. So you don't have to have reason. You can just file for divorce. But now they're they talking wanna... about eliminating that. So that you would have to show you have a cause. to show okay. cause. So you would have to prove that your spouse was cheating or was you know abusive or whatever whatever right. cause you you had to come up with i i was hearing people talk about that a little bit i don't anticipate that's going to pass i mean i think that that's got a rough uh, a tough road ahead um i don't know if the legal community is pushing for it you know we'll ha- mm-hmm. i'll have to do a little more research i haven't looked at it but it's a big deal for for law firms i mean if it if that changes it'll be a it'll be a game changer because right now um, in a no-fault divorce, you can pretty much do it yourself. If you're kind of at an agreement with your ex, you mm-hmm. can kind of say, hey, let's agree to, you get these spoons, I get those forks, and we're good to go. Right, right. You can kind of do it m- much of it yourself as long as you're amicable. Um, it's when things get dusty that you have to bring in the lawyer. So, you know, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't done a lot of research on it yet, but we'll, we'll watch it. Erin, we missed a birthday yesterday. We did. I feel horrible. Mm-hmm. We're going to, we're going to make yeah. up for that mm-hmm. next, uh, after the break. Mike well, and McCarty. What saying? What, what, what? Maybe not. What, 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 Tried to, tried to get him on the phone. Didn't work oh, out. Dodge, so dodge, we're just dodge. Saying, we're just saying. I was going to ask if you... if you Can if, we just sing quietly, let Ruben do most of the heavy lifting? Because he's got the only voice in the room, really. Yours isn't <laughs> bad, but mine sucks. Sucks. So yeah, He, he came from Cachata. Mm-hmm. And overcame many obstacles, you but bet. endured all struggles. Here today, leading the Shreveport Police Department through some of the hardest times. Mm-hmm. I'm reading from this Facebook page yeah. post. Thank you for nearly 43 years of service to our city wow. and department. You are appreciated. 
yesterday. I'm sorry we missed it. Happy belated birthday to Chief Wayne Smith. It sounded like you were reading his retirement notification. Or obituary, no. didn't yeah. it? Yeah. I didn't, that's why I said, look, I'm reading this. <clears throat> okay, so can we sing real quick? Sure. We don't do this very often. My voice is so bad. So y'all... <laughs> Ready? One. Did you two, say you're doing it three. quietly? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Chief Wayne Smith. Happy birthday to you. Hey, y'all are so good. I'm so, I'm so, so. Now, where can you get How many frog people legs did we just delivered? lose? Yeah. Where can you get frog legs delivered? I know. He yeah. said he could eat about 100. We need to figure <laughs> out how about to get, him the other get night somebody we, to Uber eat him some frog we legs. When we went out to eat on the menu was frog legs. Yeah. I thought, yeah. oh, man. He's Wait, busy. Don't look around. Where's Chief Smith? I know. We missed his birthday. I feel so bad about that. What is he like, 62, 63? He's close to our age, I, I think. I think he's right around our age. Yeah. Yeah. Still hanging in. He's, he's got still... a he's got a Valkyrie like I do motorcycle. Yeah. That we yeah we've talked about our bikes. I wonder what you get the chief of police on his birthday. <laughs> what do you get the chief of police? I don't know. Time off. Time off. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, take a vacay. That may be where he is. Enjoy some time off. We we did try to contact him, but mm-hmm. uh, he's busy. He working. He's, he's busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you see him today, tell him we're sorry. We missed his birthday, and we sang for him today. Let him know that we, we were don't singing. do that for just anybody. No, we don't. We don't. And I, because I, my, thank y'all for covering up for me. Cause I, my voice sucks. <laughs> it's bad. It is National Police Week. Yes. Uh, ceremonies being held today. As nine, a matter of fact, nine a.m. today in Benton at the courthouse. So yeah, Sheriff Prater said. Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, they they rotated around. This year is uh, Sheriff Whittington is hosting the ceremony today, nine a.m. in Benton, Louisiana, at you the bet. courthouse. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, if if you and, and the flags will be probably flown at half staff, half staff. Okay, today half half mast is on a ship. Okay, half staff. I didn't. Um, I learned that new in this honor week. of uh, police officers. National Police Officer Week. Mm-hmm. Thank them if you see them. If you see officers yeah. around town, tell them thanks sure for all they do. Appreciation. We we'll love today. Mike McCarty. One zero one seven F. One seven FM seven ten Kiel Mike and McCarty. When you go online, mm-hmm. what, 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 what would you say the main reason going online? Oh, I mean, we do we it's for work. Our work, it, yeah. It's our. It, it's yeah. But I do a lot of vacation planning online. I do a lot of uh, some shopping online. Mm, I do a lot. Yeah. Um, I, but mostly work. Mostly, I'm online yeah. for work purposes. Now you've you've had some you like some what is that a summer cold you got going on there? Yeah, it's going on two weeks now. Believe it yeah. or not, tomorrow will be two weeks. Do you search health issues? Sometimes I do. I you know it's funny you mention that, and I I didn't plan on going here, but um, <laughs> if you get like a a little symptom of something. 
and you go search for what does this mean, um, you can find that you're dying. (laughs) Any site you want to look at, (laughs) you can go find, hey, if you have uh, yellow saliva, that's just a stupid example, okay? Yellow saliva, you're dying. Yeah, that's a cause. You have to be careful with that because you can go search any kind of symptoms and you can find that from the most mundane, you're fine, get out of here, to you're dying. You need to rush to the doctor now. Right. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Uh, Well, obviously, you have to consider the source that you're getting the information from right right exactly uh i think WebMD is probably pretty secure pretty safe a pretty safe bet um you know hey my my middle toe just fell off yeah what could be an indication of why that happened mm-hmm. you know but uh it, it yeah it turns out that health concerns are one of the one of the main causes one of the main reasons people you know, search on the internet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> For health. And, and of course, d- depending on where you are, mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to be, you know, you know, play a factor in, in what you're, what you're searching. I wouldn't think a lot of people in Louisiana are searching for, you know, how to treat frostbite. No, that's not what we're looking for. <laughs> you know, not looking for that. Uh, uh, you know, what snakes are poisonous. Right, right. Uh, I just got bit. Mm-hmm. That might be that might be a search we would get more than somebody in Pennsylvania. Um, they're, not that they're not snakes in Pennsylvania, but mm-hmm. I think we probably spend more time outdoors. Oh yeah, definitely. Than, than somebody you know in the in the north. Mm-hmm. Do they do you you did something about the most medical searches? I don't I don't know if we want to give it away. Yeah, there I, there's a story on on keelnews.com that talked about the the most medical searches. Uh, that Google has, you know, been been queried, uh, and the, the top thirty. I've got it listed on on Keelnews dot com, and there are things like sleep apnea solutions. Oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. acid reflux symptoms. What is HPV? H yeah. A lot of people asking that. Yeah, ADHD symptoms, mm-hmm. things like that. But if you want to find out the top symptoms that are being searched in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. I was surprised actually, by number one. It actually surprised me too. I was quite really frankly. surprised. I didn't I didn't expect that one to be at the top. I, I wasn't expecting that one. One of them that's lower toward the bottom I thought would be higher because I talk about this with my girlfriends all the time. They are always talking about how do you what's the secret to get your husband to stop snoring? <laughs> And that that was on your list, but that yeah. was way down there near thirty. That was way down, yeah, I tied thought, for last. Holy cow! I would have <laughs> thought that would have been way up higher. I was really shocked by number one. You got to go see it. It was, uh, yeah, it surprised me. Mm-hmm. What's number one? And what's RSV? You know, yeah. that was one of the questions. Mm-hmm. So if you, yeah, if you want to find out what Louisiana is searching for most, check it out. Keelnews.com. Mike and McCarty. We will hear from State Rep. Richard Nelson later. <laughs> One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. The other day we talked about there's a nudist nudist 
colony? Is that what? Is that what? Was it, it a nudist park? It's a nudist. It's a, yeah, it's like it's a nudist park, not really park. a colony. Yeah. A colony, I guess, is where people live together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this okay. is more of just like a place with cabins and volleyball courts. That's right. That's right. A lot of, a lot of sports that involve uh, jumping I up and down. I can't think of hardly anything more disgusting <laughs> yes. than going staying staying in a cabin. That some other naked people have sat in and... and, and uh, oh, no. 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 Just no. And look at this new survey. I don't even like it when somebody walks in barefoot. I, I'm, I'm shocked by this latest survey that... And think about your next door neighbors. Okay. Because now we're now on a report. Baton Rouge and Shreveport are on a report... Of the cities where naked gardening is popular. <laughs> Come on. Let me, again, as I prefaced it, think about... Are you poison your, ivy and, and uh, weeds? You're squatting... Jerry think, Seinfeld said there's good naked and there's not good naked. Uh, for me, it's, it's <laughs> gardening, it's not good. Not think about good your naked. next door neighbors. No, Seriously. No, no. And I'd think about not. Think about you no. out there gardening Nobody naked. wants to see that. Now, Nobody I don't even does. Mow, I don't even mow my yard with no shirt on. Why would you do no. that? I don't. I, I wouldn't. I don't understand that. You're going to no. get sunburnt? You're going to get bugs all on you? Is, did I just say sunburnt? <laughs> Whatever. But it's a naked gardening is now a thing. People go in their backyard, stark booty naked, and pick weeds. Erin, we made, we, we made like a list. Yes. We're number 88 in the nation. For towns where we like to go out and garden in the nude. And most of them are are warmer climate places, obviously. Well, no, Boston, Massachusetts. and They're right above it, Little Rock. How is that even a thing? I don't get it. Come on. I don't get it. Should I tell him this, Reuben? He doesn't know this story. Oh Lord. I don't I might not know this story. You know it. (laughs) You remember when I had skylights at my house, right? What? <laughs> I had I had skylights at my house. Okay. okay. And there were two in the living room. There was one in my bathroom. Did they leak? That's my first question. No, didn't leak. Okay. Thank God. I, they're they're I gone heard now. They're bad for leaking. But I I am so self-conscious about all of this that I have <laughs> that Robert she had used to, to make she had to point to it. Robert used to make such fun of me because my skylight in my bathroom I got a friend guy of mine to get on a ladder and cover that up with aluminum foil. Aluminum foil? Yes, because I was so scared people were going to fly drones over my bathroom and get a look at all this <laughs> when I'm soaking in my tub. Because my skylight was right over the tub where you could look and watch the sky. I don't need to see the sky while I'm in the tub. Right. I want to okay. drink my wine and read my book or do what I'm doing. I don't want a drone going over my house. And I was, was that really a concern, though? Yes. <laughs> Look at this. Look at all this. Who do you know that has a drone that you were afraid was going to fly over? There's a lot of wackadoodles with drones. Okay. And if they knew they could fly over my house with a drone and take snapshots of all this, <laughs> who knows where those pictures would go? So I covered my, you remember this, Reuben? I covered my skylight with foil until I got the skylights removed. I didn't like them. So I got them removed. I got the roofing company to fill them in. And no, I don't, I'm not going out.
outside now. I don't want to be naked in front of nobody. No, no, no. Not happening. I'm not picking. But let's, I want to go back to this. Okay. Why Sorry. is why is naked gardening? Why is that a thing? I don't close to nature. I, I don't know. It's silly. I, uh, oh, natural. <laughs> while you're planting your pansies. <laughs> planting your pansies. You could be doing that. Who knows what you're planting? <laughs> oh, Lord. The the uh, the girl in in Seinfeld that liked to parade around, you know, uh, yeah. all, all natural. Mm-hmm. And she was trying to open a jar of pickles. Remember that oh, one? Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> You're just like, no, no, no. <laughs> it just should. And, you know, the people that go to those nudist parks and the people that garden naked in their backyard, they ain't the people we want to see naked. I, 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 I said it last time. Most, most people you don't want to see naked. No, you don't. And if you want to garden naked, be prepared for somebody to fly a drone over your yard and snap pictures of you. (laughs) The drones are coming. They're everywhere. That's a a big issue with you, isn't it? It is a huge issue with me. (laughs) These these drones are out there. They'll get you. Oh, Lord. See, that that was never... Well, I don't know. Have you ever flown a drone? Flown a drone? I have flown a drone, yes. At uh, at Channel 3, they had... uh, When they first started getting those, Mm -hmm. they were out back in my studio. See, the TV stations have them. See? Well, yeah. They're not going... (laughs) Anyway, I got to fly. They're pretty incredible. They are cool. They're... I mean, the they stop immediately. The 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 picture, the camera is is on a gyro, so mm-hmm. it's so smooth. Yeah, yeah. But they're very fine. And mm-hmm. and there was a lady sunbathing in across the street, and so um, oh, you flew it. Yeah, you flew it right <laughs> over. Oh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I'm just kidding. She's probably sunbathing <laughs> in the nude, and there you go. Nope. Nope. Oh nope. lord. <laughs> oh lord. Oh, the drones are coming. By the way, I watched a documentary I want to talk to you about when we get back. Uh, uh, okay. About nude gardening? No. About drones? No. A good one. <laughs> right. State Rep. Richard Nelson uh, is proposing legislation to hold third graders back if they're not catching up on reading. We'll, uh, we'll hear from him coming up at 840. Mike and McCarty, 1017. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty. I started watching The Crown again. Oh, okay. It's and it always makes me wonder. Okay, how much is actual truth? Mm-hmm. Because it 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 seems like it would you know. I know. I know. Honestly, most 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 of that most of them were despicable people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Other I than know. her. I know. I know. I watched a great film the other day. I, I may have told you it was a documentary. It's actually a movie, but it's the story of Phil Knight. It's called Air. It's the, the Phil Knight rush and effort to land Michael Jordan. And it's a Matt Damon, Ben Affleck film. And it's, uh, I don't even know if it's on um, maybe Apple TV. I'm not sure. Netflix. I saw, yeah, I saw the 
promo for it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it. I think it is Netflix. It is. Uh, Viola Davis plays uh, Michael Jordan's mom, and it's a spectacular movie. I don't want to give it away, except to tell you that. <laughs> It changed. Well, we, we know he landed him. Yeah, they landed him. They did. <laughs> it's it's but like it, the Titanic. We know what happened. It changed sports marketing forever because Michael held out. Michael's mom really held out for, I want a piece of every shoe you sell that's got that Michael symbol right, on it. Right, yeah. They ne- the, the Air Jordan logo. Converse, Adidas. They've never done that before. They had never given a piece of the action to any athlete, Michael insisted, and he was he was being courted by Converse and Adidas and all of them, and Phil Knight finally said, "Let's do it, and just do it, or, or something like that. Just do it, or something." And I guess maybe he said, "Just do it," but that's what they did, and Michael has made. What if I heard that before? <laughs> I know it's pretty good, huh? Millions and millions and millions. It's a really well done film, and it. Viola Davis as the as Mrs. Jordan. Okay, was so incredible. it's worth it's worth. Oh, big time! Yeah, it's Go. one of those where you don't have to be a basketball fan to enjoy the story. Oh no, no, no! It's not basketball. It's about the inner workings of a mom and dad's relationship with their son, who yeah, they marketing. realized he had talent. Yeah, and they were not going to let him be exploited. It's like you don't have to be a soccer fan to enjoy Ted Lasso. Oh, exactly. It's, it's about the people. Mm-hmm, absolutely. All right, we'll look that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Representative Richard Nelson joining us next, talking about his legislation to hold back third graders, Mike and McCarty. 1017 F. One oh one seven FM seven ten Keo Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. State Rep Richard Nelson joining us, candidate for Gubna. Uh you've got legislation being introduced. Good morning, by the way. Thanks for taking time to talk with us. Morning, thanks for having me. You've got legislation uh, uh that proposes holding back third graders if they don't read at uh, grade level. And that's first of all seems to make sense to me. I remember when we were growing up, if you couldn't pass the test, you you got held back. Tell me about yeah, this so, legislation. Yeah, so it's uh, basically would say that if you, you're kind of reading at the lowest levels in third grade, which is basically not reading at all, um, you would be held back and given extra intervention so that you can catch up before you get passed on to fourth grade. Does it address so is, why they can't read? So it, it adds extra instruction. It adds high quality teachers. It adds you know a phonics based focus for that for that year. They would really have like a almost a reading focus uh, repeat of third grade, so they would get up to where they need to be. And this is just something I came up with. This is you know modeled off of our neighbor Mississippi had has had tremendous success in their program, which is you know, very similar to this. Uh, and they passed that in 2013. And since in 2013, they were uh, below us, like 49th in the country in, in fourth grade reading. And since then, you know, they're above average in the country. And I think 21st is what they're ranked now. So they've had tremendous success in a very similar situation. You know, obviously, they face a lot of the same challenges we do um, just as a state and their population. So it's really something that works. Um, and, you know, to most people, I think it's common sense. You, if you can't read, uh, if you can't read by the time you get to uh, – fourth grade you're not going to succeed uh they don't teach you to read in fourth grade and you're just going to continue to struggle and that's really what we see 
I got a question from one of our school board members this morning text to me. I'm curious as to how many of those students who can't read on grade level are dyslexic and need intense intervention. It's been shown as many as 20% of children are dyslexic and not diagnosed. Is there some component in your legislation that would test these kids? Uh, there is. So if they fail, then they'll get screened for dyslexia, even though they're, I think they're already going to be screened for dyslexia as a result of other bills that have passed recently. Um, but if they, if they are being held back, they'll get screened for dyslexia. And actually being diagnosed with dyslexia is going to be an exemption from, they won't be held back if they have it. Uh, there is a list of exemptions, basically. If the, you know, English isn't their first language, uh, if they have some kind of IEP for, you know, special uh, circumstances or something, they, they are able to pass forward. And then also if they've been held back twice already, then they'll be able to be passed forward as well. So there's a list of exemptions, which includes dyslexia. Um, and those are just kind of, I would say, more of the common sense exemptions. You're not going to hold some kid back because they have some kind of disability, right? So, But if they've uh, been held back twice... If they still can't read, they're going to be progressed forward. If they've already yeah, been held back, yeah. And the issue there is, I mean, you don't you don't want a, a 15 year old in third grade, but I think that really applies to a much smaller group of people. So they or a much smaller group of kids. So if they've already been held back twice. Chances are there's some other issue about why they you know about why they are, are being held back. It's not um, you know maybe it's not just that they don't have the training or instruction. It's, you know, they probably have some undiagnosed disability or something like that. I think that's probably what happens in most of those instances. Getting more messages and texts this morning about what about the kids who are the problem kids? They're disruptive in class. I mean, I hear from teachers all the time. I know you do, too, that the kids are getting more and more unruly every year. And the pandemic helped, you know, made that even worse. Um, what are we doing with regard to those kids who teachers are, are have trouble reaching? So at least in at least in my bill, so if they, when they when they get held back, one of the interventions is a, a lower student teacher ratio, and I think that that helps that problem. So if the if the teacher is able to um, you know have smaller class sizes and fewer kids, that she has to has to wrangle, uh, I think that that alleviates that to some extent. Um, in general, uh, I think that is an issue, and I hear, I do hear that regularly, is that you know teachers are. You know, it's hard to keep the class under control, especially, you know, if you're one teacher with 25 kids, it's hard to keep them all in line. Uh, I think that's a question of, you know, how much capacity do we have in the schools? How much, you know, how many teachers, how many assistants, all those kind of things. And there's a there's a lot of elements that go into that. We're talking with State Representative Richard Nelson has a, a bill before uh, the legislature to hold third graders back if they're not on reading level. Uh, Richard, is. But could this be a teacher issue? Are they focusing too much on trying to get kids to just, uh, you know, leap testing and and not focusing on the basics? Well, the leap test, uh, the leap test does, I would say, test does test the basics. You know, I'm re- relatively critical of it because I think that we we spend a lot of time doing test prep, right, instead of actually, you know, teaching the skills that right. we need in, in life, right? Like reading and reading and math or are important, but you don't necessarily have to learn how to take the test, right? Um, and I think, you know, my son, is, it was in third grade. He just took the lead test. And I can tell you he spent a lot of his year, you know, just doing practice passages and doing stuff, not just reading books or doing, um, you know, kind of stuff that I did when I was a kid. So, I, you know, I would be, I, I am critical of some of the, uh, of the amount of time that we spend prepping kids to take a test as opposed to actually learning the skill. So I think that probably plays into it a little bit. Um, 
at the same time, I think this, this bill helps to kind of focus everything on the actual reading, right? Like not all the other stuff, uh, just actually being able to read, uh, sound out words and comprehend what you're reading. Which is really, really, I think, especially in third grade, that's where your focus needs to be. You, it passed overwhelmingly on the House floor, 88-15, now headed to a Senate committee. Uh, you, same measure failed last year. Are you more optimistic this year? Yeah, so it, it passed the committee, actually without objection last year, the Senate committee, which I think has the same makeup. And then on the Senate floor last year, it was it was like 18-14, I think. So we just had a few people that weren't actually there. Um, and then I think a few people that switched their votes uh, or had indicated to me that they would switch their votes after that. So um, kind of got held up procedurally at the end of the session where you have to get a two-thirds vote to pass it. Thing. So that makes it a little bit more difficult. But I think this year we have a pretty good chance. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, National Police Week this week. Mm-hmm. Um, police, it was National Memorial Police Memorial Day on Monday. Today they're having a ceremony in uh, Benton, Louisiana, at the courthouse. We talked with uh, Sheriff Steve Prater earlier this week. He said they rotate at Shreveport Police. Will host it one year. Bozier Police. Mm-hmm. County Sheriff. This year, it's uh, Julian Whittington, Bozier Sheriff's Department, hosting the ceremony. They'll uh, they'll be honoring fallen officers and their families. They'll mm-hmm. be uh, placing wreaths in honor of officers who've given the ultimate sacrifice and service to our area. Uh, honoring those families and and uh, you're invited to attend it's it's just moments away yeah starting at nine mm-hmm. at, in benton louisiana mm-hmm. absolutely so we want to uh, thank the officers who do serve if you see an officer t- today this week thank them let them know how much we really do appreciate everything they do for us because they they really are amazing they really are and uh, every day they don't know am i coming home to my loved ones and it, it's a thankless job, Aaron. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when a police officer, when the police are called, the situation has deteriorated to its absolute worst. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's glad to see firemen come. Firemen are coming to, you know, to help and to save sure. lives and property. Uh, police are there to take care of a situation. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a hard job. Right. I, I, I got a, a little taste of it mm-hmm. with the Bossier Police Department for about 15 years Yeah, uh, in the reserve unit. And, and we drove the same cars, carried the same weapon, patrolled the same streets. Absolutely. Um, the only difference was we weren't paid. Yeah. Um, so I, I got it. I got it you know, chance to, to live and work with those guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can tell you, most, most, most are hardworking, good, you know, good family men and women. Yeah. They just want to go home at the end of the night. Absolutely. They want to go see their loved ones. And they and want to serve their community. That's why I signed up because mm-hmm. it was right after 9-11. Right. And I, was, I couldn't join the military. But mm-hmm. I said, this is a way that I can serve. Yes. And that's that's why I joined. Right. And, and, and they're not in it for the money. Trust no, me, they're not getting not rich. And but But every day they leave their loved ones and, you know, what other job do you, you leave and go, I'm, you know, I'm hope I'm back tonight. Yeah. Hope I make it back for dinner. I can't even imagine thinking And there that. Was, there's always risk, obviously, but the past few years, that risk has, has 
increase simply because they're wearing a badge. Yes, absolutely. There's absolutely. there's a, a, a faction that now just hates police because because they're police. Mm-hmm. And and but not everybody feels that way. Right. Exactly. Uh, obviously, we don't. Mm. And uh, we want we want to recognize them. Uh, not just this week, but all the time. And, and we're grateful. Chief Smith, uh, Cattle Parish Sheriff Steve Prater, those departments, those men and women mm-hmm. who serve and serve with dignity and honor, we, yes. we, do, we do salute you. And keep them in your prayers and thank them if you see them today or out and about this week because thankless job and, and they're there every day, every night. I see them out on my way to work every morning. Oh, yeah. You know, they're out there. Make it a great Wednesday, mm-hmm. Mike and McCarty. 101.7 FM, 710 Q.